got that good good for you today so look uh one thing that i think is very helpful Yeah, so I promise I am safe when I drive. I like to record podcasts and speak some thoughts that I have, especially after I leave meetings and they are insightful. Uh, I don't usually hold or lay on to my horn like that, but some people just need to to know that they are wrong and hopefully they change their ways. So what I was going to say is I just left a meeting and I got some really good information from this meeting. It was a CNA meeting. It was a client needs assessment and it's something that we used to do in corporate when I used to work for Charter Spectrum Reach. Huge, huge conglomerate, huge uh, cable providing, cable uh, company here has advertising, a lot of other products too. And I used to be a sales rep for their advertising agency. So I, I sold commercials. And one time they bought some consulting from a, a consulting firm that had this creative process, this creative approach to uh, to selling, and I don't remember the, the name of it. It was it was very. I don't. <laughs> I thought the process didn't work. I thought the process took too too long to do until I actually had a business of my own, and then somebody took me through the process, and I realized like, oh my goodness, these are great questions. And what I want to do is one mention the question, some of the questions to you and why it made me feel so good and actually ask for another meeting, even though they never really even pitched anything to me. It's like you get, you're giving value to somebody before you even sell them anything. It's a lot of value in helping them eventually sell. You're helping the person that you're interviewing, that you're giving the needs assessment to ultimately sell themselves on why they need your services. And if we can do that, from a basketball trainer standpoint, that'll be cool. So there's a lot of different angles that my mind is working in right now. But the main thing that I want to share is one, the value of this client needs assessment and the value of having somebody ask you these questions. And that was, that's secondary. The first thing would be why people buy is more important than how to sell. And that's something that I've, I've read before by my man, Jeffrey Gittimer, a uh, very, very good sales coach, sales professional himself. He has many books on this and he always says why people buy is more important than why to sell. And it got me in this mindset of thinking, hmm, these are answers to questions that I should have. And I, and I do have them. I did have them, but it helps to have somebody who is somewhat confrontational, somewhat willing to push back and to confirm certain answers to ask you these questions. Otherwise, you're just asking them to yourself and you're probably allowing yourself to get away from an with answers that you either knowingly or unknowingly know are you knowingly allow to be subpar or you unknowingly allow to remain as answers because you just don't know any better. You just don't know any better. So it, it does help when you have somebody who is qualified and has a understanding of business to question you on these things and, and question your answers at times. So what I, I like about these questions, again, you can ask these to a parent, you can ask them to a trainee, an athlete. And I, I think it's a wise move, something that I'm going to start doing more often to one, listen and pay attention more. So listen to understand, not to just to, to be understood and, and speak to them, but understand exactly when they're answering these questions that I have, because they're probably always answering the questions that we 
uh, are about to ask, I'm about to share with you, but we just don't listen for them as intently as we can or should. So if we miss them because we haven't really been listening for those answers, we can always ask them in a casual conversation, which I think we should. So I'm going to go down a list of these, these, these questions. I just wanted to reiterate, it's better to be, it's better to understand why people buy than to know how to sell. And it would be very beneficial to ask either have someone ask you these questions and, or, and, or probably ask a trainee, a variation of these questions to a trainee or to a parent to um, really, I guess, get them to feel the same way that you feel when I ask you these certain questions. So if we have those really powerful, well thought out questions that they can answer, then some of these questions will help them ultimately sell themselves on why they need your basketball training services. So without further ado, the first one would be who was your dream client? Like, who are you really targeting? Can you give them an avatar? Can you give them a name, uh, a location where they live, a socioeconomic status? Can you give them dreams, goals? Can you give them what their daily process is after school? Can you give them their job, where they usually work? What is their family life like? Can you be super duper descriptive in a trainee's or parent's life? that you probably already know and use them as an avatar. So every time you speak or have a campaign or have an initiative, you can speak to that person literally. And it feels like that that direct response marketing is going straight to them because I've seen that those ads usually do the best when it feels like you're talking specifically to one person and you are very aware of their their demographics, their psychology, their uh, socio socioeconomic status, all those different things. Uh, so who's your who's your dream customer and what are their pain points? Like why do they, are they even interested in you? Is it because they want to have the memories of their kid playing? They want their kid to get off the bench. They want to have a better coach. They want to have a better atmosphere for their kid. They want to increase their confidence. They want to just increase their skill, all of the above. It is really a really good experiment to go through the data of your text messages, emails, Facebook conversations, maybe phone calls, something where you can take notes about those trigger words, those pain points that those parents are are mentioning whenever you have those conversations. Uh, that stuff is good to kind of collect and see, huh, I've had 30 conversations about confidence, but only 15 conf- conversations about them needing to increase their ball handling. So you, you kind of curate all that data and to see what the uh what you over index on or what has the most commonality so what what are the pain points uh what what solution would they have if you were not to find uh, a trainer and that's not really one of the questions that's something that came to mind like what what are you going to do if you don't find someone what are, what are you going to do if if what's your other option what's the alternative for you right now um, that's a question that I think could be a good one. You guys may may disagree on that one, but I think that's a good question to ask. Uh, but for you, for you, that was for the trainee or the, or the the parent. For you, the trainer, it's who's your dream client? Uh, in, it's describe them in so much detail. What are their pain points? You know, what are their pain points? What are they? Are they moving towards something? Towards some kind of pleasure? Or or you are they moving away towards some kind of a pain um what else what else again and i'm mixing it right now so i'm kind of screwing this up right here for you the business owner the basketball trainer dream client first and foremost two 
what is your pain point? Like, what is your goal? What are you trying to achieve here? Um, your marketing objective. So once you find out who the dream client is, who your dream client is, what is your marketing objective? Are you trying to have an activation campaign where you get them to sign up for something? Or are you trying to build brand awareness? What is it exactly that you are trying to do? What are your products? Like list out all those products that you have. And then once you have those products listed out, it will be a good practice to figure out, okay, which one of these services do I do I do the best in? Are they clinics? Is it one-on-one training? Is it training middle schoolers, high schoolers? So you can kind of get an idea of which service you actually want to focus on. And and look, honestly, I think those are the good questions to start out with. Who is your dream client? Who has access to your dream client? Like, are there certain coaches? Is there are there certain rec leagues? Are there certain uh other industries that have access to those dream clients had a podcast the other day i think yesterday the last episode talking about sponsorships and how that could be an unlock for us and especially going to the schools to speak to the students speak to certain uh, blocks or communities within the school that can allow you to have even more traffic even better traffic and who better what better uh, organization than the school to actually pull possible trainees, possible clients. I mean, there's no better place. They're there for the entire day. Their parents and the athletes are together at the same time. If they are in carpool, if they carpooled to and from school, they're there at the same time and they're driving, seeing your sponsorship every single weekday. Like that's powerful there. So what organizations have access to your dream clients and what are their triggers? What are their pain points that would make them interested in you in the first place? So once you answer all those things, you can come up with a with a statement, with an objective of I want this avatar, this name. I want Johnny to understand that your basketball training business is the business to help them graduate to the highest degree of fulfillment, help them go play basketball in college, help them whatever your valuable point of difference is, which is another question, which is probably the most confrontational question, the hardest one to answer, because you'll name out valuable point of differences. But then, you know, the person asking them can question like, don't all basketball trainers help with skill development? Don't all basketball trainers do this? And yeah, you might say you're better, but everybody says they're better. So what it really makes you different? Do you have film that you bring to the table where you have a TV every single session and you can watch on your iPhone the screen mirroring of the last drill, the last rep that they did, and you can break down the film right then and there? Do you have a speed hound or a any other equipment that they can use? Do you have your own facility? Do you have some something that makes you different than the competition? Like That is probably the one that takes the most time, I believe, to really find a firm answer on. But those questions combined are going to be great questions to start out with to figure out, okay, how do I get very specific and detailed in my marketing message? And how do I make sure that this campaign, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, because it's a message, it, it spreads out to different platforms, no matter what the message is, the medium is, which one of those or after answering these questions, what is my messaging and what is my what do I want to attack in terms of uh, accomplishing my goals? How do I want to attack this to get the brand awareness, to get the, the sales, to get the whatever your objective is? It's a great process to go through. Even if you don't come up with something uh, concrete, it's a great thought experiment to figure out what your marketing message is and give you some clarity, especially going into 2022. So find somebody 
allow them maybe it's another basketball trainer that would be great man we have a group uh of well, over a thousand basketball trainers where i know somebody will be willing to ask you these questions and to help you out but ask them another basketball trainer who's not in your your immediate area to ask you these questions about who is your dream client about what are the details about this client to help you build a customer avatar their demographics their their lifestyle their goals basketball wise what are their pain points what are their pain points? Why do they even buy your service in the first place? Why do they buy it? Not how do you sell to them, but why do they buy? And what's your valuable point of difference? Like what makes you different from the other basketball trainers? And what is your marketing objective for this? What is your goal that you would like to accomplish? Once you get those, I think those are six questions that can be answered. It really is game changing. It really is powerful. And it brings you more clarity towards a lot of goals. From what I've experienced these last two client needs assessments, these last two CNAs that I've gotten. And you might see a, a, an ad that comes out of this on your Facebook or Instagram timeline from these messages when I find or when we create a video that resonates to a lot of basketball trainers that comes from derived from this process. I digress. Uh, drive safely, please. And don't lay on that horn like I did in the beginning of this episode. Hopefully you have somebody ask you these questions or just answer these questions to see what the clarity that it provides in your basketball training business. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.